Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. All right, yesterday's podcast was about understanding your relationship to abortion. Now, if I'm being honest, that um, that just that section of this event could be expanded and is expanded in my 12-week Birthing a New You program. That is where we look at what is uniquely your relationship to abortion and then also what is the relationship you want to create to abortion so we spent 12 weeks in that program just teasing out every nook and cranny of your abortion experience so that you have like deep unique to you relevant to all parts of your life healing around your abortions So I just say that to say the prompts I offered you yesterday are amazing, but they are also the very beginning of the work. And some of you are going to need and want a lot more personal attention to understand, define, and create the relationship you want to abortion. So it's okay if you don't feel like oh, I'm good now, tell me how to take action. <laughs> because it's, it's deep work. I just gave you an entry point to that work. Um, I do know a couple coaches who work in the abortion sphere, in the abortion um, niche. Um, actually don't know any others in the United States. I know um, there's, a, there's a podcast um, from the beginning of January with Jocelyn, uh, Jocelyn Coaching. There's a podcast from last fall with Terry. Oh no, <laughs> I've done this before. I want to say Swan. Um, there's a woman in Singapore who I know is moving into this work. Uh, but there aren't too many of us in the coaching world doing abortion work. Um, I would love to work with you deeper on this. You can also reach out to your therapists, your counselors, um, free talk lines like Connect and Breathe or text lines like Exhale. Um, you, it may take time to sort through these things, but you don't need to give it all your time in order to move forward. You can move forward on this very specific event series without that full deeper healing. So today is about when you feel like you have an understanding of your relationship to abortion, whether or not you have cultivated and recreated the relationship you want with abortion. Um, 
if you're ready to take action, and I know right now action feels a little bit urgent. It feels a little bit urgent because there are time there are times where the conversation needs more of our attention than others, right? There are votes to be made, there are petitions to be signed, there is action, political action to be taken. There is a timeline around um, Roe being um, officially ruled on or revisited and released as a final decision. So whether or not we've done all of our healing work, we can still always take action. What I want to focus on today is finding your baseline and your boundaries. So when you're making a commitment to your own processing and to your own healing and to the action you're going to take for community, global, social, emotional, spiritual healing, you want to have a sense of what's the individual to me baseline that I know is healthy for me to come back to. In a feeling, it would be centered, it would be grounded, it would be capable. None of those things necessarily mean without fear, but they mean I feel stable and safe, again, centered, grounded, capable. I may also have some fear, I may also have some doubt, I may also be moving forward with um, some grief, but... I'm able to come back to a baseline of who I am, which is centered, grounded, and capable. So if you decide to take, and I hope you will, I hope that's why you're here. If you decide to take action toward a bigger change, toward a more positive social environment for all families, for all people, you're 100% going to be thrown off your baseline. That is going to be happen. That is going to happen. If your action is to tell your story, um, you know, in your small circles or more publicly, you're going to have moments where you feel like you're not centered, grounded, and capable. If you decide even to donate money, you're going to have moments, maybe they reach out to you again and ask for another donation or ask for you to take further action or share on Facebook, right? Share on social. Those are all times that you may go, wait a second, I got ready, I prepared myself, I took action, and I'm done. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm 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 good and then you feel like it comes around again, right? So whatever it is, whatever your journey is, if you decide to escort or help people travel to receive abortions, if you decide to um, participate in mailing abortion pills, there are going to be times where you are thrown off your baseline. This does not mean anything has gone wrong. And remember, we're going to talk um we're going to talk tomorrow about like identifying a good action for you, identifying the right action steps for you. 
Right now, I just want you to really think about once I decide what actions I want to take, how I want to take them, what is that baseline feeling that I know I can lean back on, that I know I have the tools to come back to? Because when you get thrown off, um, some people might use the language triggered, some people might um, notice trauma responses, some people might notice like feeling like you're in over your head or you're intimidated. Um, when those things happen, you're not going to feel centered, grounded, and capable, but nothing has gone wrong. You're just human. You're just a human having a human experience. And we, when we move ourselves out of our comfort zone in order to take action, we are bound to feel things that we're not used to feeling. And those things we feel are probably not going to feel centered, grounded, and capable. What we want is to be able to get back to baseline, back to center. Um, we may feel, like I said, intimidated, or um, we may feel shame, or we may feel um, unworthy, or we may feel not enough, or we may feel... I know one I feel a lot is like not smart enough. I don't feel smart enough to be taking action. I don't feel smart enough to be in the conversation. Um, I don't feel healed enough to tell my story. So when that happens, nothing has gone wrong. You're the key to taking inspired, effective, impactful action is to just know how to come back to your center back to your baseline um I recommend like feeling that feeling in your body what is that feeling where you feel steady you feel stable you feel safe like do you feel it in your I often feel it in my feet um it just I like almost like I have roots like I just feel rooted and like good <laughs> just good so I often feel it in my feet. You might feel it in your shoulders. Maybe your shoulders relax. Maybe your jaw relaxes. If you can identify and know those feelings in your body, they're going to be a lot easier to come back to. And then if you know the sort of um, flags of I'm headed too far off baseline, then you can do like kind of a body check. Maybe it's the opposite, right? Maybe your shoulders get tense and high when you're too far from baseline. Maybe you feel kind of heady and spacey and not connected to earth. Maybe you feel um, really heart racy and like buzzy. Whatever, um, in all of this work, you want to keep coming back to your body and ask it for guidance. Like, know that you always have it to come home to. You have your body wherever you are to come home to. And you want to really feel into like, what is that safe, centered, grounded, capable version of me? So there's a big piece of... um taking action that's going to require you to be more in tune with your inner wisdom with your body I just want to say some of the right like how do I do that so I guess that's what I'm addressing next 
how do I do that? If I've identified my baseline, how do I come back to it? I think for some people that's nature, just like going outside, taking a deep breath, putting your feet in the earth, looking up at the sky, putting your feet in the water. For a lot of people, it's nature, smelling a flower, climbing a tree, just connecting back to Mother Earth. For a lot of people, it's breath, just remembering to breathe, using your belly, like um, counting your breath, paying attention to your breath. Um, letting your breath reach your whole body, particularly those places that you've identified help you feel centered, grounded, and capable. So remember, if that's your feet feeling rooted in the ground, bring your breath all the way to your feet. If that's your shoulders nice and relaxed, bring your breath to your shoulders. If that's your stomach really relaxed instead of tensed up and like gut anxious, Bring your breath to your stomach. Um, Breath is an amazing way to come back to your baseline. For some people, it's movement. Jump on a trampoline, go for a run, go for a walk, do some yoga, stretch. I've been really into stretching lately. And so I will just lay on the floor. I'll stretch my legs. I'll stretch my back. Um, That brings me back to my body. And from there, I feel much more centered, grounded, and capable. It may be community. It may be um, reaching out to me. It may be surrounding yourself with people, other people who are doing the work so that you feel inspired, so you remember what's possible. It may be um, going for a walk with a friend or hanging out with your family. Um, that piece of like community and connection. I know whenever I play games with my family, I like whoop, go right back to like, centered, grounded, um, connected. So whatever it is to bring you back to community and connection, uh, coaching, therapy, counseling, self-coaching. Once you really learn the tools of coaching, you can do a lot of self-coaching. Um, any, well, not any, but most coaches, um, also, do get coaching most therapists do get there do like participate in therapy but we can use a lot of the tools we know on ourselves first and so then we work with coaches therapists healers to get to a deeper level but once you've worked with a coach or a therapist or any kind of healer they will probably send you home with tools where you can do some of that work yourself so for me self-coaching is a huge piece of coming back to baseline um in terms of self-coaching there's an episode of my podcast it's number 30 which feels so long ago about the model i really use the model a lot it's a brooke castillo life coach school tool i use it a lot in my self-coaching to come back to baseline um i'm not going to go into that you can listen to the episode if we work together we'll look at the model a lot okay so that's baseline let's talk a little bit about boundaries when you decide to step into so now you know your relationship to abortion you're ready to take action we haven't yet talked about what action you're going to take but you're ready to take action you know your baseline you know what's center for you 
And now you want to define your boundaries. So boundaries are a set, like a set description of what you, what we will do when something happens. So it's a way of a like protecting yourself ahead of time it's almost like having a plan like when this happens this is what I'm going to do so it's like protecting yourself ahead of time and then it's being able to access and protect yourself in the moment so I'll give you some examples that I wrote out here one is um I didn't really give a situation, but let's say I'm telling my story or I'm helping volunteer at a clinic. If I feel unsafe, this is what a boundary would look like. If I feel unsafe, I will step away, speak up, come back to self-soothing. So identifying, you, and even more specific, identifying what is unsafe to me, right? Um, if I am yelled at. I will step away, speak up. I mean, these are options. Step, I will step away. If I am yelled at, I will speak up. If I am yelled at, I will come back to self-soothing. I will step away and soothe myself. So it's this, if this happens, here's what I will do. <laughs> it is not sometimes the way we imagine boundaries, which is telling people what they can and cannot do. For instance, if we're volunteering at a clinic or we're escorting, we don't get to decide who, what other protesters are there. We don't get to decide who yells at us. We don't get to decide um, how patients or um, people driving by or passing by behave around us. That is none of our business. What is our business is how we will act if that behavior happens. So again, if I am yelled at, I will step away. If I am yelled at, I will speak up. If I am yelled at, I will come back to, I will find a way to come back to self-soothing. Put my hand on my heart. It's being really clear about, it's like making a plan ahead of time, kind of imagining what your obstacles might be and setting your own boundaries for what you will do about it. So, Maybe another one would be, if I feel defensive, I will put my phone away. If I'm, um, if I'm online and I'm, maybe I've told my story or I am helping others tell their story or I volunteered to be a part of a group or a moderator or something, if, I, if my heart starts racing and I notice myself wanting to lecture or defend or prove anything... I will put my phone away and take a breath. So here's what I will do if this happens. If I feel defensive, I will put my phone away. You're going to have to find your really specific ones. I just wrote these like as random examples. Maybe um, let's say I decide I'm going to talk to my friends and family about gathering up money to donate. If I feel disrespected, so if, um, if their tone of voice, and this is tricky because it's all relative, right? But like if their tone of voice or language or um, if maybe it starts to feel like there's bullying happening, 
I will excuse myself. I will step away, right? If I feel disrespected, I will excuse myself. Notice it's not if someone disrespects me, I will excuse myself. <laughs> because we don't, we don't want to get into the territory where we are blaming other people for what's happening to us, right? It's if I feel disrespected. It could be the case that I'm disrespecting myself and they weren't even meaning what I thought they were meaning, right? But if I start to feel that way, this obstacle that I'm anticipating, here's what I'm going to do about it. I will excuse myself. And that way we have a plan. If we decide to take action, we have a plan about what to do about it. Um, Maybe you decide to make phone calls or send emails or send texts or something um, to get people to vote. And you make a phone call or you send a text and someone responds back something very rude, right? If I get a response back that doesn't feel respectful... I will excuse myself. And maybe you even have something planned ahead, like um, this uh, This conversation doesn't feel safe or effective. Thank you for your time. I'm going to step away. You, I mean, you don't even have to say thank you, but like you get the idea. It's having a plan ahead of time so that you're not going into taking some kind of action terrified of what might happen because you already know what you're going to do. Um, if I'm expected to do more than I committed to, if I'm asked to do more than I committed to, I will say no. That's a great boundary, right? Like if I volunteer, um, say two hours a week or I volunteer 20 hours a month and I am continually asked to do more work than fits into those hours, I will say no. It's that simple no big deal. It's not they keep asking me to do more or I feel pressured to do more or they have no one else to help or I'm the only one. It's like if you're going to take the action, decide what you want to do and then say no and feel confident and settled and grounded in your no. Um, If I'm, say again, if I'm volunteering at a clinic or if I'm helping transport people, if I'm physically assaulted, I will stop volunteering. That may be your boundary. It's like, I will do this work, but if anyone touches my body, I'm, I, I quit. I'm not volunteering. That is my boundary. You can, you can say words to me, but you cannot touch my body. Um, that would be a perfectly acceptable boundary that you honor. It's like, this happened, now I'm stopping. And I don't have to feel guilty for stopping because I already planned ahead of time that if it happened, I would stop. And we don't need to even tell people about our boundaries. It's not like, hey, I'm going to volunteer, but if somebody hits me, um, I'm going to quit. Other people don't need to know. This is for us. This is our our safety plan. (laughs) This is our, um, our way of like gauging. I've been thrown off my baseline and this is the action I'm going to take to to enforce the boundary and come back to baseline. Um, So your boundaries are your responsibility to hold and to follow. They're not someone else's. This is is like, it's not like, hey, I set a boundary and you didn't follow it. That's not a boundary. That's like a rule you put in place or like 
a, pr- a protocol that you thought someone else would listen to. Boundaries are your responsibility and they're for you to hold and you to follow. It's like your little well-being manual. Um, if you do this work around taking action for abortion, guess what? It applies in all other parts of your life. You start setting better boundaries in your relationship. You start setting better boundaries in your work. You start setting better boundaries in your self-care. Anytime you look at anything that we've talked about so far and we'll keep talking about, it's going to apply to all parts of your life. So this is amazing work to do. Um, To commit to growth, which is what I hope what most of us are here for, our own growth and the growth of our social structures and cultures and communities. Um, To commit to growth and to commit to action, it's imperative. It is necessary that we know how to come back to our baseline and that we know our boundaries. I actually got coached today um, and... The second coach I got on with, I cried the first time. And then the second coach I got on with just said like, hey, how are you doing? Like, there's a lot going on. How are you doing? And I think I just immediately started crying. (laughs) But I said, I'm exhausted. I'm I'm just exhausted. Like, there's a lot happening for me. And um, I realized that I had crossed the boundaries of of putting out too much and it wasn't this event that was exhausting me at all this event is actually energizing me (laughs) there's a bunch of other stuff um my relationship to abortion in the world for sure plays a huge factor um but then also like just life changes happening for me and um just personal transitions and a lot of travel happening and like things are busy it's a busy time of year so I make I was exhausted And I wasn't honoring my own boundaries of like, hey, you, you let it go too far. You didn't eat well. You didn't drink well. You haven't been sleeping enough. Um, You need to come back to your baseline. So this baseline bit is very important and really helped me today. Um, Continued self check-in is going to look maybe like this. What do I need to remember? What do I need to know right now? How am I? How do I want to show up? <laughs> it's actually really funny. <laughs> because um, these are questions I probably could have used this morning when I was feeling exhausted. I think I needed to ask myself these questions and I didn't. So there you go. Sometimes we know what to do and we don't do it. And that's why we have each other to remember um it's amazing if you can find community and check in with each other hey how are you doing that's what my coach did for me today she said hey how are you what do you how are you doing and I hadn't asked myself that question enough lately and so when she asked me um that was when I said oh boy I guess I'm exhausted and I just need and I'm feeling a little unsafe and I need a little cry and to decide ready how do who how am I right and then how do I want to show up what do I want to do so after that call when I realized how exhausted I was I ate some good food I drank some water I decided I actually decided to clean my house which might sound 
to you counterintuitive <laughs> upon exhaustion but for me it like really brings me back to baseline like having clean floors having less clutter helps me feel grounded and centered and when my house gets too chaotic when my world gets too chaotic um it usually matches my brain so actually not working this afternoon and doing some cleaning was super helpful for me to take care of myself. So again, those questions are, and we want to keep checking in with ourselves. What do I need to remember? I'm taking this action. I have made a commitment to um, inspired, impactful action in the world. What do I need to remember? What do I need to know right now? How am I? How do I want to show up? Sometimes the answer to how my, do I want to show up might be, I want to take a break. I want to step away. Um, and sometimes it might be, I want, to, I want to do more. I want to fight harder. I want to add more hours. So it's really about asking these questions as much as you can remember and listening to the answer that's true for you in that moment. So hopefully you have a better sense of baseline and boundaries and you're feeling a little bit more prepared to, um, for tomorrow when we can identify like what is your aligned action, the action that's perfect for you, that's authentic to you, that feels good to you. Uh, so that when you decide to take action, which will be the following day, you're taking it on the right action for you. I thought I was going to wrap up, but on that note, um, an example of that would be I, I do not really do science very well. <laughs> I don't like, I don't, I'm not like a medical person. Me getting deep into the knowledge of the medical care around abortion would not be an aligned action for me. I'm not interested in it. I'm not passionate about it. I don't want to keep up with modern research about it. Like I'm I'm an emotion person. I'm a heart person. I'm a brain person. I'm a community person. I'm a word person. I'm not a science person. So that would not be aligned action for me to like figure out how to um, offer abortions or go back, go to nursing school or go become a doctor so that I can be an abortion provider. That would not be aligned action for me. Um, going into politics and government would not be an aligned action for me. Studying the history of abortion would not be an aligned action for me. This, this is an aligned action for me talking to you, connecting with you, coaching you, offering you more, as many of my words as possible, totally aligned. So we're going to figure out what that is for you tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.